Hey everyone, welcome to the Content Rocks podcast. This is your host, Brian McKeever. I'm very happy today to be doing another episode of the podcast I love. This podcast is all about content by Kentco, a fantastic headless CMS. And we also work in a little .NET and Azure and a few other things from time to time. I'm excited today because I'm joined by a couple of good friends. I have uh, John and Brad from Slatwell Commerce. Hey guys, how's it going? Not too bad, how are you? Brian, how are you? Good. The three of us today are going to be talking about a subject that's very near and dear to my heart, which is headless commerce and how you do that in a headless environment or headless solution. And I'm excited because these guys are experts in, in doing just that thing. And also have a little bit of experience myself with putting together, you know, headless CMS and headless commerce and doing other things to make a very modern solution for, for clients, for, for all the clients that we work with. But you know, before I go too much further, I do want to let Brad and John introduce themselves because they've taken some time out of their day to join me. So, uh, Brad, John, why don't you uh, introduce yourselves to the audience in case they don't know who you are or who Slatwall Commerce is? Sure. Yeah. So, so Slatwall is a uh, headless commerce platform, as you as you just uh, mentioned. Um, we tend to uh, have a specialty um, and, and a focus more on the B two B side, but there's certainly Given where we are today, there's certainly lots of, of, of clients that, that do a lot um, on, in the B2B space that are certainly do some, some B2C um, direct-to-consumer uh, storefronts as well. Um, and we work with uh, you know, different stores um, in, in, and uh, businesses sort of all over from startups all the way up to enterprises, really wherever there's a need and wherever traditional commerce platforms don't sort of work, whether that's a, they have a unique need or they sort of outgrown them. Um, and at Slotwall, I'm the uh, <clears throat> I'm CMO. John? Uh, John Gibbs, a partner program manager at Slotwall Commerce. Um, just, just a little context from my background. Been a developer the last five to eight years or so, building out uh, web solutions and content management systems with Slotwall the same amount of years as well. So more so having a developer background, but now also working with our partners, which is great. So for me, it's been a fun ride because while we talk about headless commerce, it's always great to understand what are agencies using, you know, how are they solving problems with what tech stacks, what platforms are they using? How do they address those pain points, not only for themselves when they're looking at solutions, but so that they can provide those answers to their customers at the end of the day. Well, great. Fantastic. And I, I know, John, that's why you and I can be friends. It's our whole developer backgrounds that we can uh, pair up on and talk about. And sorry, Brad, we'll, we'll try not to get too technical for you today. Hey, I'm, I'm a former dev too, so I, I know okay. how it goes. All right. All right. Good. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and I think that's, uh, you know, before we get rolling into the, the main topic, which is talking about the value of headless commerce, I want to give you guys the opportunity to, to do one kind of cool announcement that I heard that's been coming uh, in your world. So, uh, go ahead. Why don't you let the audience know what what cool things do you have going on over there at Slatwell? Yeah. So we our our big announcement is um, we've uh, Slatwell has just been acquired by um, another commerce company out of Australia called Ultra Commerce. Uh, really exciting to um, to see where where we're going to head um, with that. Um, Ultra has a lot of cool technology around some, some really hot um, uh, sort of e-commerce areas right now. Um, they do a lot with um, marketplaces. Uh, they have a really great order management tool. So all, you know, the, the especially on the order management side, you know, there's always a, an area where it gets overlooked, you know, especially as companies are growing and they, have, they develop a real pain point there. Ultra's got some really cool technology there. 
Um, so that's gonna be really great to, to pair that with um, some of the areas where, where slot wall is really strong, um, you know, particularly with headless. Um, we tend to do a lot more in the mid-market space as well. Um, and then we have a, some other um, uh, really slick um, features and functionality around reporting and analytics and uh, subscription commerce. So it's going to be a really great partnership. Um, it'll be a lot of fun, um, you know, coming together as a new company and uh, kind of going from there. But the, the certainly the, the commerce platform and the offering is going to be a really strong competitive one in the marketplace. Well, congrats. I'm very happy for you guys. I know it's it's really kind of a neat combination anytime that you can put two really good commerce platforms together and Absolutely. get the, the best of, of what we need to do in, in 2021 and, and further. So I think let's use that as a segue then. And, and you know, when someone needs to bring a, a, a digital storefront to life, you know, they have a couple of choices in, in today's world, right? They could do traditional CMS, traditional e-commerce, traditional DXP all in one, where it's a it's a more classic installation of e-commerce. They could look at other services that are out there that handle it all for them, or they could kind of basically do something that maybe opens up a lot of flexibility from a developer standpoint or even a marketer standpoint, and and kind of put together a best of breed solution. So, you know, when it comes to headless commerce, to me, that's what it really means. It means having a service that is the best at what it does and consuming that service in ways that maybe not everyone has even thought of, but it works for me in my scenario and my application. And uh, that's what we recommend for our clients at Bistro. I'm very excited about that because it's, it's, it's a, it's kind of a really good way to do things in today's world. But when you guys think about that, like how would you describe to someone who isn't sure, you know, what headless commerce really is or, or what value it gives them? How would you guys describe it? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, you know, what it what it comes down to is, you know, where a, a company is sort of looking at their at their storefront and, and where they want to take it and maybe where some of the challenges are. There are certainly cases where, um, you know, it, it sort of comes down to, you know, you look at your audience, there's the, the development and the tech team, and maybe that's an agency or an internal team. Um, and then there's the, the marketing, the business team, the merchandising, marketing promotions, you know, all, all those more business users. And at the end of the day, regardless of the setup that you've got, whether it's an all-in-one or a headless solution, you really need both of those teams to be happy with what they've got. And it needs to help them get it done, right? The tech team needs to be able to build and manage and maintain and secure a really powerful storefront that's going to grow and change over time because i mean you know brian whatever you launch with on day one by day 20 by day 60 it's going to be different right and it mm -hmm. should be right because it's going to change yep and the same thing goes for the on the marketing side you know the marketing team needs to be able to get into the cms in all likelihood get in there <clears throat> move content around publish blog posts um you know set up different landing pages different campaigns take products and put them on a page or put them in a banner, you know, create a banner, you know, move things around, all that stuff. And I think what we've seen historically is that there are platforms and there are solutions that do one of those really well. And the other one's sort of like an afterthought, you know, the storefront goes live and the development team is really happy. And then the marketing team goes in and they're like, Hey, we want to create a banner and we, and we can't, you know, well, well, okay, well, I guess we can, but we got to go talk to the devs to do that. And, and then no one's happy because the dev team doesn't want to be bothered and the marketing team wants more control. Or or what's worse, they actually duplicate the content 
they retype in the product name, they retype in a price. Exactly. And maybe they don't do it perfectly. And now you have disconnected copy over here and content over here and products over here that aren't actually the real thing. Over time, something changes and it just turns into basically a, a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, that builds over time, right? Because they're, they're not just doing it once, they're doing it, you know, every month. Um, and so, you know, really what you want, you what you need to get that done is, is you've got to have, and you said it perfectly, a best of breed. It's a really solid content platform that can deliver and, and do a great job with, con with content. And then you need to have backing that up and, and integrated well to it. You need to have a commerce system. And, you know, and then sort of you step back further from that, then you sort of think about, well, the, the content that you have may, you may need to publish content to other, other places. You know, maybe you've got a, you know, you've got a, a third party blog someplace else, or, um, you know, publish on a different channel, or maybe you're pushing content to a mobile app, or it's not just a simple connection between the two. And on the commerce side, you know, maybe you're pushing product out to a, a marketplace or, you know, you're selling on, um, and you know, another storefront or, you know, any other you know type of scenario, right? There's that whole multi-channel, multi-site approach, um, and that's not going away. It's just getting more and more complicated over time. So the last thing that you want to do is then have, to your point about duplicate content, right? Is duplicate sites somewhere? You've got one one system, one vendor that's supporting one storefront, one that's supporting another, and then maybe the product catalogs are the same, maybe they aren't. Who knows? And then the same thing on the content side. It can get really messy really quickly um, if you don't have that integration capability and that flexibility to to have those two platforms that can power all of that together and work really well together as well. I think one of the things from, from my standpoint, when I think of headless commerce, so oftentimes it's driven by uh, developers or from a development standpoint, which there's a lot of enthusiasm and passion, but the, the marketing from a marketing standpoint, from the e-commerce management standpoint, as the business user going in, it's just as important. So, you know, a lot of times from a business use case, you know, there might be developers advocating for a headless commerce approach, but I think what needs to be taken into consideration is, all right, so what, what sort of marketing tools are available for me from a commerce standpoint, when I think of like the, uh, the customer journey experience, you know, what business tools do I have available at my disposal within this space of headless commerce that can make sure I do the thing, I wanna do the things that I can do, that I can launch, you know, content CMS page and merchandise products, you know, the way I want to and launch campaigns. So all those things need to be taken in consideration with the headless commerce approach when you're marrying content and commerce together. Yep. And that's a, that's a perfect way to, to segment into our next part of the, the discussion today, putting those two things together. I'm really excited because I've had a chance to look at what your team has done to put your solution together with content by Kentico and actually have that integrated one place where we can manage these things, publish content all in one shot and, and deliver a commerce site that is really good at both CMS content and, and, and commerce. So I think we should segue into that guys. I, I heard you might have a demo to show of a, a little bit of that integration or a little bit of the, the Slatwell solution. Do you, do you mind throwing that up on the screen? And, and if you're listening, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right, what, what we're always, about. always something fun to talk about. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So if you do that, I will then add it into the stream and hopefully everyone can watch it while we do this. Okay. I see that coming in. I'm clicking add and there we go. Yeah, Brad, I can see, I can see what looks like a website. That is right. 
So, um, you know, one of the things that that comes up quite a bit when we, and I'm sure for you as well, Brian, when we start talking, uh, you know, headless CMS and and uh, and a headless commerce setup is, well, you know, that all sounds great, but what does it actually look like? You know, how how what am, what am I going to see? How can I sort of describe that? Um, and I think the challenging part is, you know, where do you sort of start? You know, in sort of thinking about that, do you start on the on the on the content side? Do you start on the commerce side? Um, and what happens if you know you're happy with one or the other? You know, if if you've already got that that site running, and it has a look and feel that maybe you're happy with, but maybe there's you know some some need, um, uh, you know, a pain point. Well, you know, what can I what can I do there? How can I kind of make that work? So what we what we built out. Is really two two different pieces to so I think sort of really illustrate that for people. So the first is we actually built um, a storefront starter kit. Um, it's available on on GitHub. We'll we'll, we'll share the link later. Um, I actually have it open in this tab. Um, so it's all it's all open source. Um, you can go and grab it either from our website, and I'm, and I'm sure Brian's going to going to publish the link um, and and grab it. Um, it's built in React, and basically what you can do is using that that starter kit. Um, get up and running really quickly in a couple minutes. Connect it to a slot wall um, a storefront setup and connect it to your your uh, content by Kentico um, setup, and you're up and running. And it's going to give you the full sort of capability, a complete storefront. Um, and I'll I'll kind of click through it in a second. Um, everything from homepage, you know, different content banners, all the way through to a complete checkout my account area. And really what you can sort of do with that is sort of take two different approaches. One is go in, grab some code snippets, drop it into you know, a current theme if you've got that. Awesome. I mean, you can sort of learn along the way. Or the other is just you know, use that as a proof of concept. It's a complete store. It works. Go in, turn on payment processing, set up your shipping. Um, we've even got a sample uh, product database if you want to use that. And you're off and running. And again, you can you know, do it really in just a matter of minutes. Um, we actually have on our a landing page on our site that gives you step by step on how to get set up and, and get running. And then the other piece is, um, while that's great to have that storefront starter kit, really, you know, what it comes down to is, well, when you're in um, content, you know, how do you pull product data into you know some of the different pieces of content that, you, that you're creating? And really, you know, a, a true sort of you know use case for that. You know, is something like this, like a featured product banner, like I've got to set up on the homepage, right? We've seen it everywhere. You know, it's a great example of, yeah, I'm on my homepage and I want to have a slider and I want to click through and I want to maybe assign or update some products to that. So what we've actually done with the plugin um, is it's a it's a custom element. Um, you can see I've done a search here for home. We, we, we created one here. It's got its own product type to it. Um, if I actually click into that, You'll see it actually load up um, that content, and then down below, you actually now have you know live product data being pulled directly from our Slapwall demo site. Um, I've got six products assigned there. It's all uh, up to the minute. You know, there's no delay, no caching, anything like that. Um, this is actually also showing products that you know are eligible to be sold, so you don't need to worry about adding a product. Uh, or assigning a product here that maybe you know isn't uh, you know published or active or something like that, um, but I can go in now and I can actually say you know I want to I want to update this content, and now what it what it's going to do for me is load up this custom element, 
Um, and what's great is not only can I search within this to find other products that I might want to add to my page, but I can also do that by like category. So I can go in and say, yeah, show me um, all the volleyball products. And I'll actually go and fetch all of them. And down below, I can actually do that by product type as well, by brand. So you know, there's no need to go in and you know, type in, try to remember a product code and type that into a text field and say, right. yeah, this is, this is the one I want. Right. It's, a, it's a real visual editor for all of this. Um, and what I'm able to do is go through, um, and just like with a shopping cart, I can pick the items that I want to assign to the page and add. And now I've got another one showing up. I can remove it if I want. If I go up here and hit save, I've now saved that back to my draft. And if I go up and actually publish that, um, we'll see the update live on the site in a matter of seconds. So, you know, this is, a, you know, of course, a, a, a pretty straightforward example. Let me just refresh um, of how that works. But, you know, the idea that, you know, my, my team can go in and actually define, um, you know, what products you're going to show up and when um, is pretty powerful, um, you know, to be able to have that access on my featured gallery. Um, and then within, you know, again, the complete storefront kit. So just to step back for a second. Yep. So, so that use, that's one use case example that Brad mentioned where, Hey, like we have the sweet homepage gallery. We want to throw special, uh, throw some products in there that we want to feature. But when you think about the marketing person or the, the e-commerce manager, maybe they're running a storefront. Hey, I want to launch a, a content CMS page. And, you know, we have some, some products that are, you know, we want to get off the shelf. Maybe we want a special page or something like that. So the idea that I, the marketing person, can go into the content CMS, I create a page, and I have a very deep integration to be able to pull those products the way Brad showed you with that custom element product picker. Um, you know, that's one thing that when we were building this, we thought of from that person's viewpoint was to say, you know, gee, wouldn't it be nice to provide them a super easy way to be able to, you know, find those products by whatever criteria, by, by brand, by product type, by category, select multiple products, like Brad was saying, as opposed to just you know kind of searching one-offs or, yeah. or filtering. And, and if you think about it, the product picker that he showed you a lot resembles this product listing page that you're seeing on the front end. So the same way that a customer on the front end is going to go shopping, you know, that that e-commerce or marketing person is seeing on the back end too. It just makes the experience completely fluid to be able to do that. So the the level of depth that we decided to go with this integration to make that process seamless was taken into consideration a lot. Now, another example down the road, as we keep iterating through this, you know, maybe that person wants to pull back products on a custom CMS page by even more defined criteria. So Brad showed you the example of, I got my baseballs or I got my volleyballs by a particular brand, but maybe now I want to show uh, pullback products, you know, based on a certain price or, or some kind of criteria or metric. So the point being is to create that control and flexibility that's the you know low code no code way for a marketing person to be able to do that at their disposal without knocking on the door of the developer it just makes the experience for it yeah guys i gotta admit this is really cool i mean this is probably one of the best custom elements that i've seen from an integration standpoint in in the market for contents i really like how it's not just kind of like a basic list, which I've seen before, or it's not just only pick one product to fill in one value of an element on a content item. It's a multi-select. It's got filters. 
it's got the user experience that actually makes it look a little bit like the live site if you want it to or, or the head of your solution if you want it to. Uh, but it's fantastic. And I'm assuming that you, you also do need your Slatwell instance kind of up and running to support this at the same time, right? So you, you kind of have to have all the pieces together to be able to get the custom element to do the integration the right way. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the nice thing too about the way that, that this is set up um, is in terms of, you know, a, a, a data load on content, there's no e-commerce data that's, that's stored or kept in content. So there's a real true dividing line between, between the two systems. Um, so you don't have to worry about, you know, Oh wait, well, I've got product data here. I've got product data there. No, it's, it's, they're, they're completely, you know, delineated and, the amount of data that you're storing, you know, for to, you know, to power this grid, you know, and here's that product that I added, um, you know, I added this volleyball, um, you know, is it's simple. It's just a, a, a list of, you know, products that have been selected. And then when that gets returned to, to the front end for whatever page that I, that I have, and let's just go to a, the specials page that John referenced, you know, there's seven products or six products here. Um, all you're, all you're doing is just going out, you know, in contents, delivering you a, a, a list of those IDs and Slotwell is going to return whatever data that, that you need. So maybe an image, a title, the code, a price, that's about it. There's no, and, and not only that, but you have, you know, as, as that dev team, the ability to, to be really efficient about the amount of data that you're requesting from Slotwell to deliver. So you can create a really streamlined, really fast um, experience. And I'm sure you, you, you know, everyone noticed as I was sort of clicking through and, and John was, you know, giving the example of some of the product listing pages, but, you know, it's, it's pretty speedy, um, you know, as, as I'm sort of going through some of the different pages here, um, you know, there, the, the idea that, you know, headless is slow or, you know, isn't necessarily going to work for you, um, you know, it doesn't have to be the case. If you've got, you can get your hands on, you know, building it sort of the right way and, and certainly using the, the storefront kit as a model, um, you, know, you can end up with a really great solution um, that ticks all the boxes. You know, it's SEO friendly, it's fast, it's, you know, exactly the layout that you want um, and sort of, you know, if you can pull that off, everybody wins. Yep, yep. And speaking of building it, we also have some source code available to us. It looks like on this GitHub repo that I'm, I'm putting the link here at the bottom of, of the screen right now. That's the code for the storefront. I'm actually showing that uh, at the GitHub repo. So we've got a couple options to get started, right? You can just go with the starter kit. You can look at the source code. And, and this is fantastic. But we are kind of running out of time today, so guys. So what I want to kind of wrap it up with is if you do want to learn more, we are throwing out there that go visit slatwellcommerce.com slash content. That's got a great place to kind of get started and understand maybe what your options are. I'm sure if you're curious about Slatwell, you can also reach out to John and Brad directly. And and guys, what's maybe if, if both of you could answer this, what what's the best way for anyone who's curious about this to get a hold of you? Yeah, uh, certainly. Um, you know, reach out. You can find both of us on the uh, on on the Slatwell site. If you hit up our team page, it's got links to uh, LinkedIn, and certainly always drop us in. Uh, feel free to drop an email either via the, the contact form on the website um, and. Uh, you know, uh, certainly any any comments or, or feedback on on either the, the plugin or the storefront. Um, you know, always happy for contributions. If you know anyone wants to make any sort of open source contributions as well to you know, anything that, that we've built, um, and uh, you know, happy for feedback on on that as well. 
Yeah, one thing I just want to add, Brian, you know, even with the React starter templates, that those are public. So for any developers out there who are curious to get their feet wet and dive in, you know, if you want a slot wall sandbox stood up and and you want to dive in, you can you can get up and running with a storefront in a matter of minutes. And that's really what we strive to do here between not just the integration with content CMS, but having this uh, starter template kit on React that's super speedy and snappy, like we've been saying, to do a POC or something. So. You know, come talk to us. We'd love to get your feedback and appreciate it. Well, awesome. I, I appreciate your time today, guys. Thanks for joining Content Rocks. Also, congratulations on the big announcements. I'm sure there's maybe some champagne popping somewhere behind the scenes that you guys are going to be able to enjoy. Okay. Uh, uh, I also uh, forgot to mention, I don't want to like leave this out. You guys are both going to be joining myself at the Horizons Conference for content coming up in a couple, actually a couple days even. It's like November 10th here in the U.S., so if you're listening to the podcast and you actually just want to talk to John and Brad, join the conference. It's a free conference. You can register at horizons.content.ai. We will all be there. And, you know, we might even have a session or, or a panel to talk about through some of these things as well. So please do that. Again, thank you guys. I uh, wish you the best for the rest of your days. And I will let you go. We will call this the, the last part of the episode. And uh, thank you very much for listening. Thanks a lot, Brian. Thank you very much.